everyone welcome back to a new episode of drunk reading i'm your co-host isabel cruz and your co-host pepper he's currently taking his little nap but he'll wake up out of nowhere and he'll be hearing his meows on his opinion but i am happy to know that i did have a good new year so if you all did i know it was pretty crazy pretty hectic i kind of did knock out by 12 because i was very tired but i don't know about y'all i hope y'all have fun i hope you are safe because like around three in the morning whoo it was very 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 i quote foggy but it was mostly you know smoky outside so i don't know how people were able to drive so scary i don't i don't know why they don't just make it a holiday at this point since you know well for sure just for us to hang out with friends and family but also for safety reasons just the way it is <laughs> but um if you're running well, did you pop pirates by any chance <laughs> that's a hard no i do not like fireworks whatsoever they scare me um you're probably like why does he scare you okay first of all it scares me because of the noise and i am scared to also get burned <laughs> how it is i mean i got burned before um back then when i used to work at Los caesars and i was like what um 17 17 16 um but yeah it was <laughs> It was a crazy portray. I kind of like hit it towards the edge of like the the, the oven. I mean, kind of like took up my skin. And funny thing is, they didn't even send me home. I just kept on working. They just put like the little medicine and wrap it up. But <laughs> they're like, oh, there you go. Continue working. But uh, yeah, I yeah, I still have the scar to this day, you know. So, it's just there, you know, as I will call it, battle scars. One of my battle scars from working at a fast food restaurant. And if you're asking, do you miss it? Um, yeah, I do, but we'll we'll go back to we'll go back to it about me working there. But uh, yeah, yeah. But I do hope you had a good New Year's. And, yeah, so I ended up asking my sister about, like, her whole, um, what's it? the science for a project. There you go. Duh. Okay, so I asked her about the science for a project, and she's like, no, I did this. And I was like, sis, no, I remember you doing this, and you never did that, right? <laughs> and I was like, how do you remember? I was like, S like, sis, I don't know. I remember some stuff. But I did ask her, did she see any volcano? So the answer is, <laughs> she said no, but also she said she doesn't remember, but I was like, sis, are you sure? She's like, um, I think I'm for sure. And I was like, alrighty. But I was like, are you sure? Cause I swear, I think, I think that there's people that did do volcanoes, but I still need to know if they do do science fair to this day, because I know everything changed after COVID. So. I don't know for sure. I should most likely research it. I'm probably asking, Isabel, why didn't you research it, you know, when you had your little days off? Okay, first of all, I have a lot of catching up to do at work for retail. Um, yeah, I had a lot to catch up on that and helping out family members. So, but I'll for sure make sure to do my research a few couple of days and see if there's still science fair project but i know there's some places that does do like science fair project and i know you first prize you win something but i for sure would love to research more of it i'll make sure i'll make sure but back to the book okay i know now you're like do you remember what happened in the book since you were you know <laughs> drunk <laughs> and yeah i was drunk for new year's of course i knocked out and then yeah anyways <laughs> back to the point yeah i do remember and some i think we were in bryce's point of view uh 
chapter four. So we're gonna continue on with the book of cards. This is gonna be a uh, part two of Philip. And yeah, so I hope you are either working, relaxing at home, whether you have the book open or you're just cleaning around the house or you're in a nice drive, driving somewhere that's like what, two hours away or three hours away or just an hour away you're just driving around late at night but just be careful when you do that and be safe it's uh it's very cold over here in uh texas we're gonna get our cold front so tuesday is gonna be very cold for us i think it'll be the 20 degrees for sure so i mean i'm ready but they're not ready so i'm a heater but my cat loves the heater in front of him, so he's taking a little nap with the heater and all the blankets around him. He's okay, I just wanna like give me his little kisses, but I don't wanna disturb his little sleep, so I'm just gonna let him be, but I just say he's taking a little nap today, guys. That is your co-host, by the way. <laughs> Alrighty, let's get on to it. And if you're wondering, Ismael, how much do you drink? I think I drink a little bit of like, I think I've got a lot of rum. With rum in it, I kind of regret with the rum. Kind of, uh, I don't know. It's okay for me. So I'm continuing on drinking some right off. I'm on currently my third so far, I think, if I remember. Um, yeah, I'm pretty much a lightweight. Yeah, I know it's bad. <laughs> But yes, I am currently on my third one. I'm about to finish it on my fourth one. <laughs> but yeah. So, let's get back into it to the book, alright? Let's go to Bryce Lowski. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready, so I'm probably be doing little pauses in between so I could, you know, take my little sips and take my little tinkles. Yeah. Yeah, I love saying Tinko. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, chapter four, bark, 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 estimation point. Eight scares me. Chicken two. And buddy, you can laugh out. You can laugh at that all you want. But I'm being dead serious here. It's starting the sixth grade with eggs and a snake, and the baker's brothers. The baker brothers' name are Matt and Mike. But even now, I can tell you which one's which. You never see one without the other. Even though they're not twins, they do look and sound pretty much the same. And they're both in Lynette's class, so maybe one of them gets held back. Although, I can actually see a teacher volunteering having either of those maniacs two years in a row. Regardless, Matt and Mike are the ones who taught me that snake eat eggs. And when I say they eat eggs, I'm talking they eat them raw and shot on whole. And I probably would have gone my entire life without the little bit of reptilian trivia if it hadn't been for Lynette. Lynette has this major league thing for Skyler Brown. It was about three blocks down and every chance she got, she went down there to hang out while he practiced the drums. Well, boom boom rap. What did I care, right? But then Skyler and Julie's brother form a band, which they named Mystery Pisser. And when my mom heard about it, she completely wigged out. What kind of parent would allow their children to be in a band named Mystery Pister? Mystery, Mystery Pister? That's Val. It's disgusting. That's the whole point, Mom. Then I tried to explain. It doesn't mean anything. It's just to get a rise out of the old people. Are you calling me old, young lady? Because it's certainly getting a rise out of me. And I just shrug. Applying that my mom could draw her own conclusion. Go. Go to your room. My mother snapped. For what? And then I snapped back. I didn't say a thing. You know probably where what you... Well, what for? Now go in there and just your attitude, young lady. So then I got another one hurt. Teenage timeout. And after that, after that, any time Lynette was two minutes late coming home from dinner, mother would, would, mess, would messenger me down to Skylar's house to drag her home. It might have been embarrassing for Lynette, but it was worse for me. I was still in elementary school, and the mystery pistol guys were in high school. They were ripping rag, ragging power cores in the neighborhood while I looked like I'm just gotten back from a, from Sunday from Sunday school. I guess so nervous going down there that my voice was 
squeak when I tell Annette it's time for dinner. It's literally squeak. But after a while, the band draw mystery from their name and pissed her. And it intrigued Got used to me showing up. I started glaring at me. They started saying stuff like, Hey, baby brother, come on in. Hey, Brycey boy, want a jam? This then is how I wound up in Skyler Brown's garage, surrounded by high school kids, watching a boat construction, sallow eggs. Because I already seen it down a ride in the Baker's brother's bedroom. Picture had lost at least some of the elements of surprise. Plus, I pick up I pick on the fact that they've been saving this little show to freak me out. And I didn't want to give them the satisfaction. This wasn't easy though, because watching that snake swallow an egg actually much creepier than you might think. The one opened its mouth to an enormous size and just took the egg and gloop. We will see it roll down its throat. But that wasn't all. After the thing had gulped down three eggs, Matt or Mike said, So, Brycey boy, how's it gonna dis- discuss there? Digest those. I, tra- I shrug and tried not to squeak when I answered. Stomach acid? He shook his head, pretending to confide. He's a tree or a leg, he grinned at me. Want to volunteer yours? I liked to wait a little. I could see the monster tried to swallow my leg. Malego as an after egg chaser. <laughs> no, no. He laughed. Put the boa, throwing across the room. Aw, too bad. He's going the other way. He's going to use the piano instead. The piano? What kind of safe is this? How could how could my sister stand be in the room as these, the metos? I look at her. You know she was pretending to be cool with the snake. I know that she was totally creeped out by it. The snake racked up around the piano leg about three times, and then Madam Mike put his hand up and said, Shh, everybody quiet. Here it goes. The snake stopped moving, then flexed. As it flexed, Ricky hear the hay crunch inside him. Oh, gross. The girls will. Whoa, dude, the guys all said. Mike and Matt smiled at each other real big and said, Dinner is served. Yeah, cool about the snake, but the truth is I started having bad dreams about the thing swallowing eggs and rats and cats and me. Then a real life nightmare began. One morning, about two weeks after the boat show in Skyler's garage, Julie appeared on our, f- on our doorstep. And what she got in her hands? A carton. I had a carton of eggs. She bounced around like a Christmas saying, Hey, Bryce. Remember Abby and Bonnie and Clyde and Dexter? And seeing Florence, I just stared at her. Some of remember Santa's reindeer is a little different than that. You know my chickens? The one I had for the science fair last year? Oh, right. <laughs> How could I forget? The laying eggs! She puts the carton into my hand. Here, take these. They're for you and your family. Oh, thanks, I said, and closed the door. I still really like eggs, especially crumble with bacon or sausages, but even without the little snakes incident, I knew that no matter what you did to these eggs, they would taste nothing but foul to me. These eggs came from the chicken and been the chicks and had hatched from the eggs. And they had been incubated by Julia Baker for our 5th grade science project. It was classic Julie. She totally dominated the fair and get this, her project was all about watching eggs. My friends, there is not a lot of action to report when you're incubating eggs. You got your line, you got your containers, you got some shredding newspaper, and that's it. You're done. Julie still managed to write an inch-thick report, plus she made diagrams of chart. I'm talking line chart and bar charts and pie charts. I like the activity of eggs. Eggs! She almost managed to time the eggs so they hatched the night of the fair. How does a person do that? Here, I got live-action erupting volcano. <laughs> and I wreck pretty sneaky hard. And on... Anybody care what about Julie chicks picking out the shells? I even went, I went over to take a look for myself and I'm clearly objected here. This is boring. They peck for about five seconds and lay there for five minutes. I got to hear Julie jabber away to the judges too. She had a pointer. Can you believe that? Not a pin. An actual rectangle pointer. So she could reach across her Incubator and tap on this chart and the dagger and she explained the excitement of watching a girl for 21 days. The only thing she could have done to be more 
overboard about what put on chicken costume and buddy i'm convinced if she thought of it she would have done it but hey i was over it i was just it was just jilly being jilly right but all of a sudden there there i am a year later holding a carton of half-grown eggs i'm having a hard time not getting annoyed all over again by her stupid blue river project and then my mother leans out from the hallway and says who's that honey what have you got there eggs I could tell by the look on her face and she was hot to scramble. Yeah? I said and handed them to her, but I'm having cereal. She opened the carton in the closet with a smile. How nice, she said. I brought them over. Julie, she grew them. Grew them? Well, her chicken did. Oh, her smile started falling as she opened the carton egg. Is that so? I don't know she had chickens. Remember you and dad? Oh my god. <laughs> Hold on, Pepper kind of like, uh, switched it up on me. Yeah, Pepper just woke up from his, uh, from his little nap and kind of decided to, uh, to come in and serve with us. But, to continue on. <laughs> Remember, you and I spent an hour watching them and had the last year's science, science fair? Well, how do you know they're not tricks? Is that these eggs? I shrugged. Like I said, I'm having cereal. We all had cereals, but we talked about about our eggs. My dad thought they'll be just fine. He had four fresh eggs when he was a kid, and they said they were delicious. My mother, my mother though, couldn't get past the idea that she might be cracking open a dead chick. And pretty soon, this uh, discussion turned to the role of roosters, something me and my two should have done without. Finally, they said, if they had a rooster, don't you think we'd know? Judging as the whole neighborhood would know? Hmm, we all said. Good point. But then my mom piped up with, Maybe they got a Delodi, you know? Like those dead bark dogs. Delodi, my dad says. Like the most ridiculous thing he ever heard. Then he looked at my mom and realized that he'd be way better off going along with her. Delodi, idea that makes fun of her. Hmm, he says. I've never heard of such a thing, but maybe so. Then I shrugged and said to my mom, So just ask him. Why don't you? Call him Mrs. Baker and ask her. Oh, my mom says. Well, you have to call her eggs into question. It doesn't seem very polite now, does it? She asked Matt or Mike, I said to Lena. She scored at me and says, Shut up. What? What do you do now? How did you know that I haven't been going down there, you idiot? Lynette! My mom says. Like this is our first time she heard my sister talk to me or something. Well, it's true. How could he not have noticed? I was going to ask you about that, honey. Did something happen? I stand up and shove her chair in like you care. She snapped and charged down to her room. Oh, boy, my dad says. Mom says, excuse me, I'm falling in it down the hall. My mother got my mom, my dad says. Who's son? Why don't you t just ask Julie? Dad? Just a little question, Bryce. No harm, no foul. Well, give me half... And half our answer. He got me for, for a penny and this and this and this says No boy should be this afraid of a girl. I'm not afraid of her. I think you are Dad Seriously son, I want you to get us an answer. Conquer your fear and get us an answer. To whether or not they have a rooster. That's right. He gets up, clears his cereal bowl saying Gotta get to work. You gotta get to school. I'll expect a report tonight. Great. Just great. The day was doomed before it had started, but then I was good when I told Gary about what had happened. He shook and said, well, she lives across the street from me, right? Yeah, so? So just look over the fence. You mean spy? Sure. But I could tell if one of them a Brewster or not. Brewster are, I don't know, bigger and they have more feathers. Feathers. Like I got had to, got to go and count feathers. No, stupid. My mom says that the mill's always brighter. And he laughed and said, <laughs> Although, in your case, I'm not so sure. Thanks. You're giving me a big time help here, buddy. I really appreciate it. Look, are we going to be bigger and have brighter feathers? You know, those long ones in the back? They're better or blacker or whatever. And don't Rooster have some rubby red stuff growing off the top of his head and some off his neck too? 
Yeah, the rooster got all sorts of rubbery red stuff and all all around his face. Do you think I'm supposed to look over the fence for a big feather and rubbery red stuff? Well, kind of think of it. She can have the, have that rubbery and stuff too. Just not much of it. I broke my eyes and I was about to say, forget it. And I was jelly, but then he said, I'll come with you if you want. Seriously? Yeah, dude. Seriously. And that, my friend, how I went, I was buying over at the baker's backyard with Gary Anderson at 3.30 that afternoon. Not much of a covered operation, but and I didn't want to order to report back to my dad that night at dinner. We got there fast, too. The bell rang and basically charged out camping because I figured if we got to the baker's quick enough, we could look and deep before Julie anywhere near her house. We didn't even drop off backpacks. We went straight down the alley and started spying. It's not really necessary, really necessary to look over the baker's fence. You can see almost as well looking through it. But Gary kept sticking his head up and so I figured I should too. Although in the back of my mind, I was worried that Gary didn't have the, the, to live in this neighborhood. I did. The backyard was a mess. Big surprise, the bushes were out of control. There was some kind of hog bog, wooden wire coop on one end, one side, and the yard wasn't grass. It was highly fertilized dirt. Gary was the first to notice their dog sat down on the patio between two sorry-looking folded chairs. Brian at him and says, "You ain't going to give us trouble. We're not going to be here long enough to get in trouble. Who are those stupid chicken? Probably in the coop, he says, to pick up a rock and throw in the mess up. Pywood and chicken wires. At first, all we hear is a bunch of feathers flapping. But then one of the birds comes fluttering out. Not very far, but enough so we can see it. See, so you got feathers and rubbery red stuff. So I asked him, Is that a rooster? He shrugged, Look like a chicken to me. How can you tell? He shrugged in, just does. And we we watched it scratching on the dirt for a minute. And then I said, that, What's a hen anyway? A hen? Yeah. You got roosters, you got chicken, and there's hens. What's a hen? It's one of those pointing into the baker's backyard. Then, what's a chicken? He looks at me like I'm crazy. What are you talking about? Chickens. What's a chicken? He takes a step back from me and says, Pricey boy, you are losing it. That's a chicken. He stooped down to pick up another rock and he starts about late five when sliding door open and the back pipe opened up and Julie sits outside. We both ducked and we were checking her out through the fence and I said, When did you get home? Gary grumbled. While you were listening about chicken, then he whispered, But hey, this worked great. She got a basket, right? She's probably coming out to collect eggs. First, she had to get all mushy with the Maggie mutt of hers. She got down and nuzzle and ruffle and patting and hug, saying what a good boy he was, and then she finally let him go back to sleep. She had to stop and coo at the bird Gary had scared out, and then she started singing, singing at the top of her lungs. She goes, I've got sunshine on a cloudy day. When it's cloudy outside, I got the mouth made. I guess you say, what can make me feel this way? My girl's talking about my girl, girl, girls. You look inside. The coop and coos. Hello, Flo. Good afternoon, Bonnie. Come on, pumpkin. Coop wasn't big enough for her to walk in. It was more like a me, me, me to sh shack that even her dog would have trouble crawling in. Does that stop Julie Baker? No. She got in her hand and needs to dive in, right in. Chicken come crawling and flapping out and pretty soon. There are full of birds and all we can see was Julie in her poop-covered shoes. That's not all we can hear, though. She's bobbing inside and coop going, I don't need money, no fortune, or fire. Yeah, um, I got all the witches, baby. Anyone can claim what I got to say. What can make me feel this way? My girls. Talking about my girls. My girls. At this point, I wasn't check checking the chickens out for a rubbery rest of her feather. It was like the bottom of Jelly Baker's feet. Wondering how it was a road person could be so happy. So he threw a duplicated chicken coop with poop stuck all over her shoes. Gary got, it, got me back on track. They're all chickens, he said. Look at him. I quick checking on Julie's shoes and started checking out birds. The first thing I did was count them. One, two, three, four, five, six. I'll count it four. 
After all, how could anyone forget she hatched six? It was an all-time school record. Everyone in the country had heard about it. But I was not really sure how to ask Gary about what he had said. Yeah, they were all chickens, but what did that mean? I sure didn't want him coming down on me again. But it still didn't make sense. Finally asked, you mean there's no rooster? Correct to <laughs> Mendo. How can you tell? You shrugged. Rooster shrugged. Shrugged? That's right. And look, none of them have long feathers or very much a rubbery rest stuff. He nodded. Yeah, they're definitely all chickens. That night, my father got right to the point. So, son, mission accomplished? You asked me, you stabbed me to a mountain of fettuccine. <laughs> I don't know how I can say that, that damn word. <laughs> and wrote his fork around. I can say it's a pasta, by the way. I attacked my daughter's too and gave him a smile. Uh huh. I said, so I was to talk to, to deliver the news. They're all chickens. Turning his fork comes a greening halt. And I could tell something was wrong. But I didn't know what. I tried to keep the smile plastered on my face and said, And what? You were his fork and stared at me. Is that what she said? They're all chickens? Uh, not exactly. Then what exactly what did she say? Uh, she didn't say anything. Meaning, meaning I went over there and looked for myself. I tried very hard to sound like this was a major accomplishment. It was a buy-in. You didn't ask her? I didn't have to. Gary knows a lot about chickens. And we went over there and found out ourselves. Then came back to receive the Romanian sauce off her seven and a half noodles. Then reached for a salt and scrolled on me saying, You're the chicken. Lynette! My mother said, Be nice. Then I stopped shaking the salt. Mother, he spied? You get it? He went over there and looked over the fence. Are you saying you're okay with that? My mom turned to me, Bryce, is that true? Everyone was staring at me. I felt like I had to save face. What's the big deal? You told me to find out about her chickens. I found out about her chicken. Bark, 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 bark. My sister whispered. My father still wasn't eating. And when you find out, he said he was measuring every word, was that they're all chickens. Right. He signed they took the bread of noodles and chilled it for the longest time. I felt like I was thinking fast, but I couldn't figure out why. So I tried to bail with, and you guys can go ahead and eat those eggs, but there's no way I'm going to touch him. I told him he asked. My looking back and forth from my dad to me while she eats her salad, and I could tell she's waiting for him to address my adventure as a neighborhood opera- operative. But since he was not saying anything, she cleared her throat and said, <clears throat> Why is that? Because there's, well, there's, I don't know how to say this nicely. Just say it. My father snapped. But there's, you know, excrement everywhere. Oh, girls, my sister says, throwing down her fork. You mean, Chick droppings, my mother said. Yeah, there's not even a lawn. It's all dirt and, uh, you know, chicken turrets and the chicken walking in and peck through it. Oh, gross. Then it wells. Well, it's true. Then I sounds upset. You expect me to eat after dish and stuck out of the room. Nanette, you have to eat something, my mother called after. No, I don't. She shot it back. Yes, I can let you should take your head back into the dining room and says, You don't need to expect eat any of those chicken either mother doesn't wear salmonella mean anything to you and then it takes off the hall and my mother says salmonella she turns to my father do you suppose they have salmonella i don't know pasty and more kids that her son is a coward a coward Rick, please bryce is no such thing he's a wonderful child who's who's afraid of a girl dad i'm not afraid of her she just bugged me why you know why she bugged you too she's over the top man about everything bryce i have to, to conquer your fear well, all you did was given it, given into it. If, you're, if you were in love with her, that would be one thing. Love is something to be afraid of. But this, this is embarrassing. She talked too much until she's too enthused about every little thing. So what? Get in, get your question answered, and get out. Stand up to her for crying out loud. Rick! Ma was saying, Rick, calm down. He didn't find out what you asked him to. No, he didn't. What do you mean? You told me they're all chicken. Of course they're all chicken. Question is how many hens and how many are roosters? I was, I almost, I could only say the cook in my brain. And man, I felt like a complete doofus. No wonder he was disgusted with me. I was an idiot. They were all chickens. Duh. Uh, Gary acted like he was some expert on chicken. And he didn't even know Dilly Swat. What had listened to him? But it was too late. My dad was convinced I was a coward. And to get me over, go over, over here, he said that I should do 
was to take the carton of eggs back to Baker and tell them we didn't eat eggs or that we were allergic to it. was something that my mom buddy said, why are you teaching him here, Rick? That was true. If he returned, shouldn't he tell them the truth? What? That we were afraid of salmonella poisoning? Me? Aren't you a little concerned too? Pasty. That's not the point. The point is, I will not have a cover for a son. But you teach him to lie. Fine. Then just throw them away. But from now on, I expect you to look the little tiger square in the eye. You hear me? Yes, sir. Okay, then. I was off the hook for about eight days. And there she was again, seven in the morning, bouncing up and down their parts with her egg. Hey, Bryce. Hi, Bryce. Here you go. I tried to look her square in the eye and tell her, no thanks, but she was darn so darn happy. I wasn't really awake enough to tackle the tiger. She wound up pushing their car in my egg, and I wound up dishing them in the kitchen trash before my father sat down to breakfast. This went on for two years. Two years! And it got to a point where it was just part of my morning routine. I'd be on luck for Jillian I was with the door open, and she had the chains knocked or ring the bell, and then I buried the eggs in the trash before my dad showed up. Then came the day I blew it. Jillian actually been making herself pretty sacred because it was around the time they take it to Sycamore Tree down. Saying where am I? She was back at her store, our doorstep delivering eggs. I took them as usual, chucked them as usual, as usual. But the but the kitchen trash was full. That that was enough room for the carton. So I put it on top, picked up the trash, and beat it out the front to empty everything in the garage. garage. <laughs> the garbage can outside. Well, guess who's just standing there like a statue on my porch? The egg chick. I was about to spill the trash all over the porch. What are you still doing here? Ask her. I, I don't know. I was just thinking. About what? I was desperate. I need to. I needed a distraction. Some way around her and with this garbage before she knows something. Something's saying right there on top. Whatever. The golden opportunity to whip a soggy magazine over the egg carton had presented itself. And buddy, I took it. So I tried to make a fast break for the garage, for the garbage, for the garbage can in the side yard. Only she bloody blocked me. Seriously, she was trying to bright in my way and put her arm out like she's guarding the goal. She changed me and blocked me again. What happened? She wants to know. Did they break? Perfect. When I thought of that, yeah, Julie, I told her. I'm so sorry about that. But what was I thinking is, please, God, oh, please, God, let me make it to the garbage can. God must have been sleeping in. Julie tucked those trash and pulled out her precious little carton of eggs, and she could tell right off the back they weren't broken. They weren't even cracked. She she still froze with the eggs in her hand while I dumped the rest of rest of the trash. Why have you thrown them out? She asked. Her her voice didn't sound like Julie Julie Baker's voice. It was quiet and shaky. Julie told us we were afraid of something that poisoning because her yard was a mess, and we were just trying to spare her feelings. I looked to her like we were right and she was wrong, but I felt like a jerk. A complete club-faced jerk. Then she told me that a couple of neighbors had been buying her eggs. Behind them? When I'm com- coming to a grip with this quite a bit of news, she whipped out her mental calcul- calculator. Do you realize I lost over $100 giving these eggs to you? Then she raced across the street in a flood of tears. As much as I tried, I told myself that I haven't asked her, about- asked her for the eggs. I hadn't said I mean, said we wanted them or needed them or liked them. The pack was I seen Julie 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 cry before. Not when she'd broken her arm in PA. Not when she's been teased at school or just by her brothers. Not even when they cut down the sycamore tree. I made sure she cried then. No, I didn't actually see it. To me, Julie Baker had already always had been tough to been too tough to cry. I went out the room, packed myself for school, feeling like the biggest jerk to ever hit the planet. I've been sinking around throwing out eggs for over two years. Avoiding horror, avoiding my dad. What did that make me? When I just stood up and said, no things, don't want them, don't eat them, don't like them. Give them to the snake, why don't you? Something. Was I really afraid of hurting her feelings? Or was I afraid of her? Okay. Note to self. Now you know why I was talking about... You know, the science for a project, chicken, rooster, eggies, was because of this book. And I know you're saying, damn, Bryce's dad is something else. Let me tell you, 
it gets me angry. If I say that, it gets me angry. But also, there's a reason for him for being like that. And, you know, and Lynette being a teenager, <laughs> that's how teenagers are. Um, you know, her storming went off every, like, every second about one little thing that gets her pissed off. But, you know, siblings being siblings. But, I mean, that sucks. He threw away her eggies for two years. But then she was selling them, and you're wondering, oh, why was he giving eggies to them for free? And she lost so much money. Well, of course, kind of. It's kind of simple. She still likes Bryce But also his friend Gary is, uh, is something else, by the way. But I'm going to take a little quick pause real quick. Because uh, Pepper's trying to... Your co-host Pepper is trying to get his little toy. And it's under... It's under somewhere. <laughs> okay, it's under my freaking, um, my freaking shoe little display right now. So let me go get it real quick. And then we're continuing on with Chapter 5. The eggs. And it's going to be... Uh, Jay's Baker's um, point of view. So uh, give me a quick second. Sorry, that, that mean chapter five. <laughs> I mean chapter six, as I remember. Holy crap! Um, you're probably knowing, wondering how many drinks I have drunk so far. Um, I think I'm on my fourth, fifth one. Let me recall. Um, yeah, I'm drinking the screwdriver. I mean, I've been drinking the lemonade, the regular one. But I'm drinking the screwdriver. I do want to try the green apple, so that one will be next after I finish this uh, the screwdriver, by the way. Alrighty, have to get ready for the next chapter, so. So this is the eggs, so. Let's see what uh, Julie's point of view is at. So, let's continue on, guys. After they cut down the sycamore tree, it seems like everything else fallen fallen apart too. Champ died, and then I found out about the eggs. It was Champ's time to go, and even though I still miss him, I think it's I think it's a bit easier for me to deal with his death, and it has been for me to deal with the truth about the eggs. I still can't believe about the eggs. The eggs came before the chicken in our case, but the dog came before before them both. One night when I was about six years old, Dad came home from work with a full-grown dog, dog tied down to the back of his truck. Someone had hit it in the middle of an intersection, and Dad had stopped to see how badly it was hurt. But then he noticed the poor thing was skinny and real and didn't have any tag. Starving and completely disoriented, he told my mother. Can you imagine someone banning their dog like that? The whole family had covers on the front porch. And I could hardly contain myself. A dog? A wonderful, happy, panty dog? I realized now that Champ was never much of a looker. When you're six, any dog, no matter how many, is glorious, huggable creature. He looked pretty good to my brother, too. But from the way my mother face was pinched, I could tell she was thinking, Abandoned his dog? Oh, I can see it. I can definitely see it. What she said, though, was simply, There's no room for this animal in this house. Trina, my dad said, It's not a matter of ownership, it's a matter of compassion. You must bring it in on me as a pet, then. That's definitely not my intention. Well, then what do you intend to do? Give him a decent meal. A bath? Then maybe we'll place and I hadn't found him a home. See him from across the threshold. There'll be no maybe about it. My brother said, You don't get to keep him. That's right. But mom, they moaned. It's not an open discussion, she said. He gets a bath, he gets a meal, he gets an ad in the paper. We might put an arm around Matt's shoulder and the other in Mike's. Sunday boys, we'll get a puppy. My mother was already heading back inside, but over her shoulder came. Not until you learn to keep your room neat, boys. By the end of the week, the doggy was charmed. By the end of the next week, he made it from the backyard into the kitchen area, and not too long after that, he was all moved in. It seemed maybe he wanted to grow a grown dog with a happy bark, company, but four-fifths of the Baker family anyway. Then my mother started noticing an odor, a mysterious odor of intermittent organ. All we met was we smelled it too. 
But when I remember working with it was Udi Champ with disagree. They had baited him so often that it couldn't possibly be him. We sniffed him up pretty good and he's been perfectly rossy. My personal suspicion was that Matt and Mike were the ones not baiting enough and I didn't want to get close enough to sniff them. And since our camp was divided just who's a co corporate or corporate where the order was dubbed and mystery smell. Whole dinner and discussion revolved around the mystery smell which my brother found amusing and my mother did not. Then one day my mother cracked the case and she might have cracked Champ's skull and well, if my dad hadn't come to rescue and shoot him outside, Mom was fuming. I told you it was him. The mystery smell came from the mystery pisser. Do you see that? Do you see that? He just scored on the end table. My father raced with the roll until a paper towel to where Champ had and said, Where? Where is it? All three of were dripping on the table leg. There, my mother pointed. Mother said, pointing a shaking finger at the witness. There! Dad whipped it up and then checked the carpet and said, It was barely a drop. Exactly, my mother said with her hand on her hip, which is why I've never been able to find anything. Dr. Donaldson is outside for now on. Do you hear me? He's no longer allowed in the house. How about the garage, I asked. Can you sleep in there? How about him tagging everywhere that's out there? No. Mike and man were greeting each other. Mystery pister. Give me a name for a band. Yeah, cool. Band? My mother asked. Wait a minute, what band? But they were flying out to the room, laughing about the possibility of for a logo. My father and I spent the rest of the day sniffing out and destroying criminal evidence. My dad used a spray bottle of Aminio. I can't say the word. I followed up with Lysol. We did try to recruit my brother, but they wound up getting into a spray bottle fight, which got them locked in the room, which of course was fine with them. So. Champ became an outside dog. He might have been our pet ever if it hadn't been for the fifth grade science fair. Everyone had, ha, everyone around me had great ideas, but I couldn't seem to come up with one. Then our teacher, Mr. Borbrick, took me aside and told me about a friend of hers had chicken and she would give me a fertilized eggs for my project. But I don't, I don't know anything about hatching an egg. I told her. She smiled, put her arm around my shoulder. Well, you don't have. To have to be an immediate expert at everything, Julie. The idea here is to learn something new. What if it dies? Then it dies. Talk to me, you work scientifically and you still get an A. That's what you worry about. An A? You dropped it for the death of a baby chick. That's what I was worried about. But suddenly there was a real peril building a volcano or making my own neparine or demonstrating the various scientific applications of gear ratios but the ball was in motion and mrs burbank had no more to catch her body she pulled the beginner guide of raising chickens and her brick driver said read the section on artificial and keep it and set yourself you set yourself up tonight i'll get you an egg tomorrow but don't worry so much jilly she said we do this every year and it's always one of the best projects of the fair i said but and she was gone. I had to put an end to some other dinner and batting with indecision. That night was more worried than ever. I read the chapters on incubation. I can see. I'm so sorry. At least for a time, it's still confused about where to start. And I didn't happen to have an old aquarium laying around. We didn't happen to have an incubation thermometer with a, with a deep fry model work. I was supposed to cry humidity too, or a horrible thing would have happened to a chick to dry and the chicken couldn't peck out. She went and would have died mushy chicken disease. Mushy chick disease. Maybe being the sensible person that she is told me to tell Mrs. Burke it was simply won't be hatching chick. Don't you consider good bean? she asked me. My father, however, understand that we couldn't we can't refuse to do your teacher's assignment and promise to help. And you could Incubators not difficult to build. Make one after dinner. And my father knows exactly where things were in our garage and one of the wonders of the universe. How he knew about incubator had ever revealed to me while he was drilling in a one inch hole in an old crap of polygos. I raised a chick from an egg and I was in the high school. Good. Then for project, a duck. Yeah, but the principle was the same for our policy kept the temperature consistent and humidity right. 
turn to egg several times a day in a few weeks, you'll have yourself a little pepper. A little peeper. Hand me a light bulb and make such a cord with the sake hatchet, passing it through the hole in the put a gas and find some thermometer. Some me more than one. We have to make you a hygrometer. I swear, I'm so sorry for the I don't know how these um Middle schoolers know more than me. I swear to God. But uh, <laughs> thanks for sticking with me. Continue on. A hygrometer. Jitaki me inside the incubator. Shut the marble with wet gauze around the gold. I smile. No mushy chicken chicks disease. He's my back. Precisely. By the next afternoon, I had not one, but six chicken eggs incubated at a cozy 102 degrees Fahrenheit. This will all make it, Julie. Mrs. Baker told me. Well, for one, there were good three. The grand documentation. Be a scientist. Good luck. And with that, she was off. Documentation? Of course. Of what? I should have egg three times a day and regulate the temperature of humanity. But aside from what was there to do, that night my father came out with a garage with a carbon tube and a flashlight. He tapped the two together on the light beam, was forced straight to the tube. Let me show you how to handle an egg. How to handle an egg, he said. This was out the garage. The garage light. I see a section of counting eggs in Mrs. Baker's book, and I hadn't really read it yet. Why do they call it that, I asked him. Why do you do that? Do it like that? People used kind of do this before they had inc inconsistent lighting. He held an egg to the cardboard tube. The light lets you see through the cell so you can watch the embryos develop. Then you could hold... Cool the weak ones if necessary. Kill them. Cool them. Remove the ones that don't develop properly. But wouldn't that also kill them? He looked at me. Leave me an egg. You should cool them. Might have distress and result in healthy ones. But why wouldn't it just not hatch? He went back lining up the egg. It might explode and contaminate the other eggs with bacteria. Explode? Between musky chicks disease, exploding eggs, and cooling, it probably turned out to be the worst. And then my friend said, look here, Juliana. You can see the inboy. He has a flashlight and eggs so I can see. I look inside he said, see that dark spot here? The middle one? With all the veins leading to it? The thing that looks like a bean? That's it. Suddenly it felt real. The eggs was alive. I could get you at the record the rest of the group, there were little bean babies and all of them. Sure, they have to live. Certainly, they would have all make it. Dad, can I make the, inter the incubator inside? I might get to go f here at night, don't you think? Everybody just says the same thing. Why don't you prop open the door? I'll create it for you. But next week, I completely consume with a group of chicks. I label A, B, C, D, E, and F. And before long, they have named to Abby, Bonnie, Clyde, Dexter, Uncy, and Florence. Every day I wait them, count them, and turn them. You thought it might be good for them to hear some cluckering, and for a while I did, I did that too. But clucking is tiring. It'd be so much easier to hum around my quiet little flock, and I did that instead. See, I was humming without thinking about it because when I was around my egg, I was happy. I read the beginner guide to raising king, raising chickens over covers a cover to cover toilet. <laughs> okay, I don't want you, but you know, if y'all were to read this and say beginner guide to raising chickens, you would have to think of raising canes. Oh my god, now I'm thinking raising canes. Holy crap, I am so sorry, guys. Oh my god, that sounds so freaking good. But let okay. <laughs> Let's continue on. For my project, I drew diagrams at the various stages of embryo development. I made a giant chicken poster and I graphed the daily fluctuation in temperature and humidity. And I made the line chart document documenting the rate lo loss of each egg. On the outside, eggs were born. Then I knew what was happening on the inside. The two days before signing for the project, I was calling Bonnie and I noticed something. I called my dad into the room and said, Look, Dad, look at this. Is that the heart beating? Everyone smiled and said, Let me get your mother. The three of us crowded around and watched Bonnie heartbeat, and then my mother had to admit that it was absolutely amazing. 
Kai was the first to pipe in a course he did it right before I had to leave for school. His little beat cracked through while I held my breath and waited. Rested and rested. Finally, he beat poked through, through it again and almost right away he rested again. How could I go to school and just leave him like that? And if we need any help, please just with a valid reason stay home. At least for a little while. My father tried to show me that Hachino could take all day and there would be plenty of action after school and I have none of that. Oh, no, 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 no. I want to see Abby, Clyde, and Dexter, Unit, and Florence come into the world, every single one of them. I can't miss a hatch, I told him. Not even a second of it. So take us to school with you, Marissa. Mr. Parker shouldn't mind. After all, it was her idea. Something you pays to have a sensible mother. I just set up for the science fair earlier. That's what I do. I packed in my entire oper operation, poster, charts, and all. I got right to school for my mom. Mr. Parker didn't mind a bit. She's very busy helping the other kids with science for a project, but I got to spend nearly the entire day watching the hatch. Clyde and I were the first ones out, and it was disappointing at first because they just laid there all wet and made it, looking exhausted and ugly. By the time Abby and the broke down, Bonnie and Clyde were fluffing up, looking for action. The last two took forever, but Miss Brink says that I leave them alone. And that worked out pretty great because they hatched out during the, the fair that night. My whole family came and even though Matt and Mike only watched for about two minutes before they took off to look at some other demonstration, my mom and dad stuck around for the whole thing. Mommy picked up Bonnie and nuzzled her. Then I, after it was all over and I packed up to go home, and mom said, So, do they go back to Mr. Burpick now? Do you want to go back to Mr. Burpick? I asked her. The chicks, Julie. You're not planning to raise chicken, are you? To be honest, I didn't thought it. I haven't thought beyond the hatch. But focus had been tricking on bringing them into the world, and then she was right. Here they were, six fluffy little adorable chicks using them had names, and I could already tell it own unique personality. I, I don't know. I stammered. Ask Mr. Burbick. I tried to ask Mr. Burbick, and I was praying that she didn't want me to give them back to her friends. After all, I hatched them. I named them. I sent them a mushy chick disease. These little peppers, peepers were mine. To my leave my mother horror, Mr. Bray said they were indeed my, all, my, all mine. Have fun, she said. And then, zip out to help Heidi. They messed up her zipping on Bronze Law. Mom was quite, the, was quite the whole way home, and I could tell she wanted the chicken, like she wanted to attract her and go. Please, Mom, my brother said she packed at the curb. Please. Cover her face. Why are we going to reach chicken jellies? Where? In the backyard. I don't know what else to suggest. What about Chap? They're getting along, Mom. I'll teach them, I promise. My dad says softly. They're pretty self-sufficient, Trina. But then piped up with Chan puts them to death, Mom. It's like they were on roll. Yeah. But you don't even notice it because they're always yellow already. Whoa, yellow already? Cool name. That would work. Wait, people might think we mean our bellies. Oh, yeah, forget that. Yeah, just let them kill the chicken. The chicks. My brother looked at each other with enormous eyes and started all the way. Kill the chick. That's it. Get it. You mean like they're chick killers or like we kill the chicks? That's what I said. Are out. Both of you. Get out. Go find a name elsewhere. So I scared my out and three of us sat in the car with only a... Just a... Pip, 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 pip. <laughs> My little, my little vlog breaking the sign finding my mother had a heavy sign said, They don't cost much to keep, do they? My dad shook his head. They eat bugs, Trina, and a little feed. They're very low maintenance. Bugs, really? What sort of bugs? Earwigs, worm, roly poly. Probably spiders. If they could catch them, I think they eat snows too. Seriously? That's probably well, in that case. Oh, thank you, Mom. Thank you. And that's how we ran over chickens. When none of us thought that these six scra uh, scratching the bugs not only get rid of bugs, only tears of grass. When it's six months, there's nothing whatsoever left in our yard. What we also didn't think was the chick fed attracts, attracts mice and mice attract cats. If our cat, champ was pretty good at keeping the cats out of the yard. When they hang around the front yard or the side yard, Waiting for him to snooze, and they were sneaking and pounce on Ted's little mousy fiddle. 
you know, I don't think Pepper really dealt with cat. I mean, he was two years old when they got him. Um, so, I don't know how he was in the outside world. I'll tell him that he should be lucky that he is chilling and not worrying about nothing. He, uh, see, out of all his little toys, the only toy he likes to play around with is this croissant. The toy, that's his favorite one. And you're thinking of croissant, I hope you're thinking of the meme. Oh, yo, my, let me drop my croissant. <laughs> it's probably me just laughing. I'm so sorry. But let's get back to the point of the story. <laughs> Anyways. Then my brothers started trapping the mice. Which I thought was just to help out. I didn't expect anything until the day I heard them muttering for the depth of their room. Then where it turns out, recently a boa constructor. My foot came down in, in a big way and thought she was going to throw us. Lock, stock, and boa. And then I made the most amazing discovery. Chicken like eggs. Beautiful, shiny, creamy white eggs. I first found out under Bonnie, then Kai, then Melee Renee, Cladette, and one more Flemish bed. Eggs? Ever since I showed mom after Reefo made blinking, she was into a chair. No, she was there. No more chicks. No, not chicks, mom. They're eggs. Tizzy was looking cry pale, and I sat in the chair next to her, and she said, We don't have a rooster? Oh, the color coming to her chick. Is that so? I never heard a cockadoo do have you. She left. A blessing, I guess. I forgot to count. She just sat up below, took an egg from a palm. Eggs, huh? How many How many do you suppose they lay? I have no idea. As it turned out, my hen laid more eggs than they could eat. At first, we tried to keep up, but soon we were tired of bowling and pickling and doubling, and my mom started complaining that all these free eggs causing her so too much, too much. Then one afternoon, I was going to get a my neighbor, Mrs. Doobie, the one of the side fence said, If you ever have extra, I'll be happy to find them for you. Really, yes? But certainly, not quite like a free-range egg. Two dollars a dozen, sounds fair to you? Two dollars a dozen, and laughing said, sure! You know what, that really would be nice, like, for today's. You know how I was talking in the first episode, how... Eggs cost like seven, eight dollars now, six dollars a piece, and then the cheap one cost five dollars. Yeah, back then it was very cheap. I mean, I gotta ask my mom about this. Um, yeah, I mean, she's not old, but she's a good range. But I should ask her about how much it cost back when she was, you know, when she was in her teenage, uh, adult, younger adult years before she had my sister and I. It's going to be a great combo to have with her about um, eggies, by the way. But yeah, eggies, uh, right now, because of inflation and everything, ain't so cheap. Trust me, it's... When I go, I'm like, oh. <laughs> funny. <laughs> funny, funny. Okay. <laughs> Let's go back after she said $2 a dozen. Okay, then. Whenever you have some extras, just bring, bring them over. Miss and I got... Got disgusting it last night on the phone, but as as he first, make sure you offer him to me before her, okay, Julie? Sure thing, Mrs. Scooby. Scooby, <laughs> Scooby, <the> Scooby Doo. <laughs> so sorry. Me time Mrs. Scooby's and Mrs. Helm three doors down, my egg overflow problem was solved. Maybe I should have turned the money over to my mother to pay me after destroying destroying the backyard, but one. Julie, it's yours. Was all it took for me to start squirreling it away. But one day I was walking down to Mrs. Home home and Miss Scouty drive by. You guys find that I realized that the pack of give I wasn't being very neighborly about the eggs. She didn't know that Mrs. Helm and Mrs. Ruby was paying for these eggs. She thought I was sending them out of the kindness of my heart. Maybe I should have been giving giving the eggs the eggs away. But I never had a steady income before. Along with our house with a hit or miss sort of thing. Usually a miss. And earning money from, from my aunt gave me the secret happy feeling. Which was I was reluctant to have the kindness of my heart encroached upon. But the more I thought about it, the more I realized that Miss Alaska deserves some free eggs. She had been a good neighbor to us. And letting us supplies when we ran out, inspecting and being late to work herself. And when my money needed to ride before, my car, before our car wouldn't start. A few eggs now and, now and again, it What's the least I could do? There was also this kind of blissful possibility of running into Bryce and a chili sparkle of meat day. Bryce icing bluer than ever. 
way he looked at me, the, the smile, the, the blush, it was Bryce I didn't get to see at school. Bryce school was very more protected. My third time I brought eggs over to Lasky's. I realized that Bryce was for me, waited to pull the door open and say, Thank Julie, and said, See you at school. It was worth it. Even after Mr. Talman and Mr. Stubby offered me more money per dozen, it wasn't worth it. So through the rest of the 6th grade, through all the 7th grade and most of 8th, I delivered deliver eggs to Lasky's. The very best shiniest eggs were straight to Lasky's. And return, I got a few months along with the world's most dazzling eyes. It was a bar- it was barbarian. Then he kind of had a second tree and two weeks later, Chum died. He'd been spending a lot of time sleeping. Even though we didn't really know how old he was, no one really surprised that one one night that I went out to feed him and discovered he was dead. Wearing him in the backyard, my bird put up across his thread. Realized the mystery pisser. P.I.P. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. But, I mean, I mean, it's just sad to imagine just what everyone goes through, just the loss of a, a animal. You know, a pet is just, it's really sad. Um, I mean, we do have to prepare for it. I don't want it this sad to like even think about it. You know, just spend time with your with your pets as much as you can. Like, there's no tomorrow. I do, even though he, <laughs> even though Pepper, your co-host, likes to uh, knock down my books <laughs> in the middle of the night. But yeah, I'm just giving him lots of love and attention. Me. Continue on. I was a sad and pretty dazed for a while. It was raining to a lot, and I was riding my bike to school to avoid having to take the bus each day when I got home. I retreated into my room, locked myself in a novel, and safely forgot about co- collecting eggs. Miss Stewie was the one who got me back on schedule. She called to say she read about the tree in the paper and was sorry about everything that happened. But it had been some time now, she missed, she missed her eggs and was worried about my hand mic quietly. The stress can push a bird straight into a molting and wouldn't want that. Feathers everywhere, not an egg inside. I lectured to the feathers myself. Probably have a flock of my own. But never mind you. But never you mind. Just bring them over where you're up to it. All I want to do is check in and let you know how sorry I was about the tree and your dog too. Your mom mentioned he passed away. So I got back to work. Came with the eggs. I looked neglected and got back to my routine collecting and cleaning. One morning when I had enough I made the rounds for Miss Doobies, Mrs. Helms and finally the Loskies. And I said to the Loskies their threshold it occurred to me that I had to for the longest time. So we both been at school but been preoccupied with other things that we haven't really seen him. My heart started beating faster and then the door bush and his blue eyes were right, right at me. It took me every everything I had to say here. And then I took the half card and said, You know, you don't have to give us the. I know, I said, and looked down. I said for a record breaking amount of time, saying nothing. Finally, he said, So, are you going to start riding the bus again? I looked at him and shrugged. I don't know. I haven't been up there since, you know? I didn't see so bad anymore. I talked to you. I'll probably start, start, on the fun, start on the foundation soon. It got pretty awful to me. Well, he said, I got to get ready for school. See you there, and then he's why I closed the door. For some reason, I just stood there. I felt odd, of sorts. Disconnecting from everything around me. Was I ever going back to the college tree? I had to eventually, or so. My mother said, Is that making it harder? Then the door flew open, and Bryce came hurrying down an awful, awful full kitchen chest, counted in his hand. Julie, he said, What are you still doing here? It started me too. I don't know what I was still doing here. I was so flustered when I started around and had to run home and started shrugging in the trash, trying to shove the container down. He over and said, do you need some help? Because it looked like he was about to spill the trash and I saw the corner of like egg carton. It wasn't just egg carton either. It was my egg carton. The one that I just brought to him and through this little blue cardboard arcs, I could see eggs. I looked for him and the eggs said, what happened? Did he... Did you drop them? Yeah, he said quickly. Yeah, and I'm really sorry about that. He tried to stop me. I took the carton from the trash set. All of them opened the trash, grabbed six whole perfect eggs. Why he throw them away? He pushed past me and went around the house to the trash bin. I followed him away for an answer. 
He shook the garage out and then turned to face me. Does the word salamander mean anything to you? Salmonella? But mom doesn't think it's worth the risk. I follow him back to the porch. I think she won't eat them because because she's afraid of being poisoned. Poison? Why? Because your breaker is like covered in turd. I mean, look at your place, Julie. Putting out her neighbors and said, just look at it. It's a complete dive. It is not, I cried, but the truth was seen right across the street. Impossible to deny. My throat suddenly choked, closed, and I found the papers. Have, have you always thrown them away? He shrugged and looked down. Julie, look, we didn't want to hurt your feelings. My feelings? Do you really Mr. Stoobies and Mrs. Helm pay me for the eggs? You're kidding. No, they pay me $2 a dozen. No way. It's true. All these, all these eggs I gave to you, I would have sold to Mrs. Shuby and Mr. Helm. Oh, he looked away, then he eyed me. Oh, why did he give them to us? I was fighting back to do your thing with heart, and I choked. I was trying to be neighborly. He put out the trash can, then did something that made my brain freeze. Held my shoulders and looked me right in the eye. Mr. Shuby, your neighbor, isn't she? So Mr. Helm, right? Why be neighbor to us and not to them? What was he trying to say? Was it so obvious how I felt about him? And if he knew, how could he be so heartless throwing my eggs away like that? Week after week. Yet after years. I could find any burning words. Not, not at all. I just stared at him at the clear bling blue of his eyes. I'm sorry, Julie, he whispered. I saw my whole embarrassed and confused. My heart completely cracked open. Okay. Now we see Julie's point of view. I mean, it was kind of... I don't know about y'all. It's kind of pretty obvious why Julie was giving the Lowski free eggs. Because she still has for for Bryce. But, you know, Bryce being a... You know, Bryce being Bryce. Just, I guess, his parents just don't like the way Julie Baker's parents. You know, the Baker's parents live. I mean, truth is, everyone is not perfect the way they are. Nobody is perfect, you know? Everybody is raised different. Everybody is the way they were raised, you know. I mean, it was crazy. I, well, I mean, we'll see more. And and Mr. Lasky's point of view. Well, did Mr. Lasky through Bryce's point of view of why he specifically liked that towards the bakers of his attitude. So um, we're just going to stop here for now. For a uh, for part two of flip, but chapter um six and wait four yeah five and six, sorry I had to count and think about it. Disclaimer um of course I'm gonna be messing up. Of course I'm forgetting where we add the roots. This is drunk reading. Um, <clears throat> this is a podcast and I will go on topic. But uh, yeah. So um I'll see you in the next episode with the uh, part three. And continuing on with what else is going to happen. What's what the changes is going on. What we're expecting to see. But yeah. I'll see y'all in the next episode. Um, thank you for listening to part 2 of Flip. And Pepper has been you know. A little quiet because he's still taking his own nap. He was up and about. But uh, your co-host will hopefully be back in the episode 3 with part 3. I'll see you soon. Bye guys.